a palm pleading for God's hand. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and shew thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 This is based on Psalm 77. A psalm pouring out pain to our beautiful creator at a time when the heart feels plagued by ugliness. How does one move forward with a stabbing pain in the heart? How do you move forward when that pain in your heart pulls your knees to the ground? When despair threatens to erode the love of God? When hopelessness chokes you and the breath of God's love seems to fade? The first most crucial step. I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My soul ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Psalm 77, verse 1 to 3. Selah. Let the racing heart come to a pause indeed. A deep wound tormented the psalmist. Anguish burdens his words. We could imagine him as a wounded soldier from battle, with a broken arm and bruises all over his flesh. His war-torn heart is troubled by trauma. This soldier, his head heavy from the headache of his suffering, does something essential. He cries to the Lord. If you have ever done something wrong and felt a pang of profound guilt, a deep pain for your actions, wouldn't God be the first and best destination on the road to recovery? But why God? Will he even hear me? How after I have hurt someone? Or when he is so far away in heaven with billions of other people to pay attention to? How would he even be able to listen to me? Zoom into the following words after the psalmist cries to the Lord. He gave ear unto me. Incredible. God paid close attention to the psalmist, a microscope paying diligent attention to the details of this one little cell. When the psalmist was in trouble, he looked for the Lord. He suffered from a wound that refused to heal, which made him drown well into the night. Even his soul refused to be comforted. How heavy his burden was. And yet, with this heavy burden, he carried it to God, the Lord of his heart. He thought of him in his suffering, when overwhelmed by anguish everywhere of body, mind, and soul, he remembered God. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart, and my spirit made diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? 
Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Selah. Psalm 77, verse 4 to 9. Selah. Let the raging heart pause again. This pain-filled soul was so troubled that he struggled even to speak. Have you ever shed tears to the point of being unable to talk? That those tears choke the words you craved to share? Despite his words being choked as he cried to the Lord, he still listened. God kept the suffering soul's eyes open to keep his overwhelmed cries from tearing his eyes away from God. Think of God allowing him to shed his pain, listening and feeling pain as he hears his son struggle to share it. The psalmist remembered the old days, days of joy and painlessness. Beyond this, he remembers days when he walked well with God when he did not have the burden of hurting anyone weighing on him. Can we go even further than this and risk being overwhelmed ourselves? Yes. Perhaps the psalmist remembers the days when he did not sin against God, when he did not hurt the same father he cried to now. Why go so far in this reflection? Because the psalmist says, I commune with mine own heart, and my spirit made diligent search. With diligence, as he reflected on his battle-filled walk, fear came knocking. Did this mean God had deserted him? His pleasure no longer turned to the psalmist? Did this mean that God turned away from him when he turned away from God to choose his way? Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? And I said, This is my infirmity. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Psalm 77, verse 10 to 12. This overwhelmed and pain-filled human being accepts his condition. In his grief, He reaches the stage of understanding his missteps and coming to terms with them. Not seeing them as a good thing, but seeing the ugly, war-torn road and accepting the consequences. He understands how his pain, he felt, was one he needed to feel. But it does not pause there. He remembers the righteous hand of God. His love drenched his wondrous works. We can imagine the pictures flowing into his mind. 
God delivering his children from Egypt's bondage and the many miracles he performed during this great exodus. The great battles God and man won when the sun and moon stood still for an entire day. Joshua chapter 10. We can imagine him thinking of how God created the natural world with its beauty being an excellent testimony of the master creator. More pictures of God saving Noah and his family and parting the Red Sea during the exodus of his children from Egypt. The psalmist's mind comes home. He remembers the mercy God showed him by preserving the breath of life that filled his lungs. God also granted him the compassion to talk to him about the suffering he brought into his own life. This answers his questions about God no longer being merciful. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Doth his promise fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? Hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Indeed, undoubtedly, the answer to these is a resounding no. We have the choice to accept or reject his mercy. How? If we turn from our destructive ways, we can find peace and compassion, two critical wells of refreshment our lives thirst after. This is why the verse that follows is crucial.